Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans, to another week of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here alongside Dan Terhar. Dan, we will uh, do our hey, best hey. to do to get through <laughs> this. I've got no other way to say it, but yeah, that we're going to review that game against Austin because we are a review-based Minnesota United podcast, but we're not going to be happy do. about it. No, it's. I'd rather go get my taxes done again. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, not a fan. All right, so... You are listening to Loon Talk. Normally, we start off the episodes a little bit more positive, but uh, Loons fans, you know that Sunday's game was just, it was bad. We'll review it. We'll get through it. We'll all get through it together. We'll work through this together. Uh, <laughs> do give us a rating and review and a subscription. I know this episode will probably leave you wanting to give us a one-star review, but please do give us five stars. <laughs> hey, we didn't play. Yeah, we, we're not the cause of your we angst didn't and derision. <laughs> we're just the messengers this time, unfortunately. Uh but yeah, do give us a rating, review, and a subscription anywhere you find your podcast. It does help us get found. Dan, let's just jump into this. Um, yeah. If you know how some people do like five word or three <laughs> word reviews, I've only got one word. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. For the entire was... game, not just Minnesota's performance, the entire game from Minnesota side yeah. to Austin to the refing, it was all woof. Yeah. Austin, their fans were good. They've got a great fan base down there, very similar mm-hmm. to Minnesota. Austin was exactly what I thought they'd be. They weren't very good. Yeah. You know, yeah, you called but, it after those first two games. You weren't buying the hype. No, I wasn't buying it. They, I don't, I still don't know how they scored, uh, you know, 10 goals. FC but, Cincinnati and Inter Miami, man. Right. They played two teams that are, that are, season. right. That are way worse than <laughs> they are. But, um, I'm just trying to think of a positive to talk about in this match. You got um, defense and that's about it. Defense was was good, although, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's... defense was good against a team that they should have been good against, that they should have probably held to no shots on goal in the first half. Yeah. Um, but other than that, Michael Boxel made the play of the game when he uh, saved a goal with a header off the goal line. Um, Dane St. Clair did what he had to do, um, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say. I didn't. I didn't look at anybody else and say you were really good. Uh, Will Trap was usually very good. I didn't think it was very good. Um, yeah, Will, Will Trap's got this thing this year. The last four games. Yeah, and he's already getting close. He gets one more yellow card. He's going to be suspended for a match because the past four matches, the first ten minutes, he gets a yellow card. Yeah. I don't know if that's just a concentrated plan by him to try and make things more difficult for himself throughout the rest of the match, but. I think he's got to knock that off at some point. It doesn't seem like a fluke, you know, when it's that no. many times in a row. It seems like there's something uh, being thought plan. through there. Yeah. So um, uh, Ariaga was was good. It was okay. He covered a lot of ground, but wasn't as impressive as he was. Uh, you know, Rosales got the start because the way he played against Seattle in the second half, eh, he looked I don't a little bit lost. Much from him. From no. him or Ariaga, much looked a little bit lost. They tried that. Reynoso on the left wing instead of in the middle, and I think 15 minutes in, I had to pull the plug on that. That just yeah. didn't work. He didn't look comfortable there. He didn't have success there. But then again, he hasn't looked comfortable. Hasn't had success anywhere this year. Well, let's just jump. Except right maybe into- in training. We're into it. What, should, what else can we say? I was let's say, let's move on. Let's just jump right into our one big question, Dan. Hit the sounder for One us. big question, 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 question. What the heck question. is wrong with Emmanuel Reynoso this year? He has not been good. Uh, he's not producing at the levels that we normally see him produce at. On Sunday, I don't usually like saying athletes look checked out, but he kind of just didn't seem all there, didn't seem like he wanted to want to perform. He wasn't as feisty as we normally see Emmanuel Reynoso. My wife... After the last game, before this one, I, uh, Seattle, she's like, what's with Emmanuel Reynoso? He's kind of a jerk, pushing people around all the time like that. I'm like, that's just how he is. We didn't see that that fiery of Emmanuel Reynoso on Sunday. I can't remember times where he's getting guys' faces and like he normally does. He didn't really – it didn't feel like he tracked back. I'm going to be honest. I didn't go back and re- rewatch that game. Normally I do, but – I just couldn't bring myself to put myself through another two hours <laughs> why, like that again. Because no, there's no reason. I did reason it once already. No, but I can't remember no. Emmanuel Reynoso 
playing like he normally does, like he like he normally does on Sunday night. And it's felt like all season long it's just been off, and I can't place my finger on it, but it just seems like this has not been the Emmanuel Reynoso that we're used to seeing, uh, that we've grown accustomed to seeing mm-hmm. over the past two and a half years. And I, I think I'm on the same page with you because early on I thought, okay, he's trying to do too much. Yeah. He's a young guy. He's had some success. He came into the season. He goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the best player in the league, man. I'm gonna light it up. I'm gonna, I'm did. gonna have more assists than anybody else. I'm gonna score goals. And and I thought, okay, and I thought, well, maybe he's trying too much. And then it got to a point where he go, no, maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's not 100 percent physically. Yeah. And then we're going, no, he's fine. He's practicing he's every day. Minutes. He's good. He's not. Yeah. So it's not that. And now what you're telling me, if I'm reading you right, that maybe there's something going on upstairs. He's not, he's, he's mentally, he's got issues. He's got some off, off the court or off the field issues. I mean, something he had in Argentina this summer, but I don't, he had some problems this summer. Right. Could that be something that's still a problem for him that he can't, he can't uh, focus, but here's the thing. He's always been a bit of a flopper. You're some <laughs> yeah. of your best players are. Yeah. I feel like that escalated this uh, last, uh, this season too. I feel like he's now going into contact, and he's been beat up a lot, one of the most fouled players in the league. And I'm wondering if the problem could be that he's just saying, I can't take all this beating anymore. So now his, his, his flops to avoid contact are becoming just lame at times. He took a couple last, uh, in this loss that you went, Oh man, just run through yeah, that. Don't, yeah. don't take the, don't be looking for the P, the penalty so easily. Just run through it. And so I'm wondering if he's, you know, struggling a little bit with realizing that, Hey, this is a big boy league and I can't take the beating I'm taking. And he's trying to change his game that way. I, I again, this is purely me just speculating because we really don't know, but there's something wrong, yeah. you know. He's got one point, and it's a, a PK goal, and it was you know well taken. But yeah, there's there's something going on there, and I don't know what it is. And it it may be just the toll of trying to carry the team as the the star player that he wasn't the star player for Boca Juniors when he was down there. He was a really good player for them, hence why Minnesota went out and got him. But he wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't the main man. And now after carrying the team. Um, through the playoffs to the conference championship two years ago, carrying the team all last season, and now having to carry it again this year with, I would say, little to no help in the attack from anyone else, it seems like. It seems like no one else wants to score or try and find a goal in the attack, hence five goals in six games. That that could just be wearing on him, too. It's just he's You can see he's still trying to make these passes, but they're just not coming off because I don't know what it is. Yeah. Miscommunication, just, it's just hard to place a finger on what is going on with the team's best player, and that's what he is. Yeah. Across the league, he's considered one of the best players. He's considered the yeah. best player on this team and one of the best players in the league. And this season, he has not been living up to that, unfortunately, for the Loons and their fans this season. And I just, I'm, I've been struggling to figure out what it was the past six weeks that was causing this issue with Emmanuel Reynoso. And it's, I'm still baffled at why six weeks in, he's only got one goal, no assists. He's not really. Produce, helping produce a whole lot because it, the rest of the attack just isn't producing. And you know, if it is, it, that is the case is that he's trying so hard to push this team to score goals yeah. and nobody's finishing, nobody's scoring the goals. You know, if that's what it is, then what, what do you do? Because, you know, you can't, you know, if, if, if you're playing, uh, playing football and a wide receiver isn't catching touchdown passes because the quarterback can't throw for crap. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't blame the wide receiver, you know. So, you know, do you blame Reynoso because the team's not scoring? Or if they had a true number nine that was putting the ball away, would he have a handful of assists and another goal right now? And we'd be going, yeah, he's doing great. So I don't know. what, what You know, what what came first, the chicken or the egg, you know? Right. Are we are we not scoring because of Reynoso, or is Reynoso not getting points because the team's not scoring? You know if which not, is it. Let me let me ask you this: If you're not scoring because Reynoso's not giving his all, and at times it can feel that way that he, especially on Sunday against Austin, or mm-hmm. Saturday, whatever it was, Sunday, it felt like he wasn't giving his all. If you want to stick with this four three three because you like how the midfield can play together, if they can get it all together. 
Would you consider benching Emmanuel Reynoso for Fragapane or someone who can play that left wing, who can truly play it, Fragapane, Bongi, Nico Hansen, whoever you want to play over there, would you consider benching Emmanuel Reynoso to send a message? Well, here's the problem with that. Um, I have no problem when coaches send a message, Mm -hmm. but you got to know the player. Yeah. And some players will react to that, and by all means – Some players, it will just push them further off their game. It'll get inside their head. I don't know the, the, I don't know the, the, you know, the mental makeup of Emmanuel Reynoso. Is is that going to make him mad and make him focus and come back and play better? Or is he then going to just check out and, and play stupid the next time he's in? But if he's already uh, checked out, then what's the harm? No, there may not be a risk in it. Um, but then again, I don't think that there's anybody. Who do you put in the middle that's going to be better than he is? If Rosales is a guy, you tell me he can't. Rosales, a young guy like that, can't play the left side. I mean, I, I would assume he can. He plays fullbacks, so yeah. I put him he can on play put, the left side. So put him on the left side. Put Reynoso in the middle. So I guess my answer is I'm not ready to bench Reynoso yet. I'm ready to move pieces around a little bit more. And if it still doesn't work, so at some point. There's nobody on the team that should should be above being benched if the team's not winning and they're not producing. I would say I'd put Reynoso in the same category. I'd put Robin Lude, who's not producing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luis Amaria has got one goal, you know. Woo-woo, woo, woo, you know. Two goals, I, yeah, whoop-de-doo. Yeah, he's got two goals, but that's his job and his only yeah. job. Fragapane, we haven't seen much of because of, uh, of a, a little niggle. And uh, so I don't know. I mean – I don't put him in any different category than the rest of them that, that are not producing. The whole team's not producing. So other than the defense where they are, you know, with Metonair back now, Fisher back, uh, Lawrence coming in, Coleman's, they're all healthy. There's actually a, a wealth of uh, talent and, and yeah. depth at defense right now. But anywhere else on the pitch, there's nobody, there's nobody that's playing that you could say, oh, he can't be benched. He cannot right. sit out. I, I – uh, and, you know, that'll come up in my write this down. I'm ready. I'm ready to try everything. Yeah. I mean, try it. Tried, I don't know. We can go back to the game here. They tried the 4 3 3, and because yep. it, because the left wing side died out with Emmanuel Reynoso not being there on mm-hmm. Sunday, essentially, it didn't work, unfortunately. I believe that if you get someone who's willing to actually, you know, put everything in, and again, I hate saying that an athlete didn't try because they're out there doing it and not me, but it just seemed like. Not there wasn't a whole lot of motivation from him, unfortunately. And if you get someone who's like a Fragapane who's just going to yeah. go, 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 go all the time, does that four three three work against Austin? I think it has better results. But as we saw, the left side, whether that was how Austin was defending Emmanuel Reynoso and how teams have started defending Emmanuel Reynoso this this last year and a half, uh, whether that was just them closing out Emmanuel Reynoso a lot better than they have in the past or whether it was just him not giving it 100%, it just seemed to not work on Sunday no matter where you got it. So, I don't know. It, sh- it shouldn't matter. When you're playing Austin, and yeah. they're not a very good team. No. And you'll they see that at the end year, of the season. They didn't improve a whole lot. And, and you'll see that at the, by the end of the season, they're, you know, they're, they're up near the top in the, in the West now. They're not going to be up there at the end of the year. Uh, they just got off to a great start. Uh, it shouldn't matter what formation you're playing. It shouldn't matter if... Uh, Reynoso is on the left or in the middle. If, if things were going right, that's why I can't put all of this blame on Emmanuel Reynoso, even yeah, though I'm no, sure yeah. he would accept a lot of it. He's not playing as well as he should. I think he's playing frustrated. I think he wants so bad for this team to score goals. And, and, and as he gets into the match, it doesn't happen. I think that's why you're seeing him being a little more chippy, a little more deliberate with pushing and shoving people. It's almost like he's saying, yeah, go ahead, red card me. We're not scoring anyway, you know. So I think, and 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 you know, the the great thing about that is, if that's what it is, then a couple then of wins and yeah, and a couple. And I think he cares. Um, he's very passionate. I think a couple of wins and some uh, games of scoring more than one goal could change all that. Um, but the question I think is, early goal in any of the games would change. Is it going to? Ha- the question is, is it going to happen this year? Um, because we waited all last, last year, year for it to, yeah, we waited all last year for it to happen. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I don't, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, we could go through what we'd start for a lineup and I would change things only because 
Why wait till you've lost two in a row? Why wait till it's three, four, five in yeah. a row before you start saying, you know what? Let's start Long Long Wane. Let's start uh, Rosales again. Let's um, you know. Well, let's do that exercise since we don't really want to talk much more about the Austin game. Let's Kay. both go from from the goalkeeper on up. Who who we would start in a lineup coming up against Colorado this weekend? Uh, goalkeeper, I'm going to say stick with Dane because he's performed well. Uh, yeah, he let in the goal on Sunday, but I mean. The defense kind of checked out on that one and caught, got caught ball watching as yeah, Max Erickson you know was lying on the ground and popped up out of nowhere. That was that was a goal. Let me just say something about that goal. That was the goal. <laughs> that is that goal right there is the reason why there are a lot of people in this country mm-hmm. that don't like soccer. Yeah, there's two guys laying on the field as if it, as if they were mortally injured. Yep. They were, you know, I don't remember who was out near the near the half line. I don't remember. But he was laying out there trying to get a a foul called while his team, I believe, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And, and while his team is going on offense with a scoring yeah. opportunity, he's laying out there, and then uh, Ruti, who ends up scoring the goal, flops down and starts grabbing his ankle or his leg or his uh, who knows right. what, and is trying to draw a penalty kick. I think he was in the eighteen. Yeah, he was, yeah. and. And you're going, oh, good Lord, get up. You know, get up, you're fine. And then all of a sudden a ball gets chipped inside. He pops up one time in the back of the net. Yep. And you're going, are you kidding me? At any point, the referee could have blown the whistle because one of those two guys were down. Yeah. Could have called a foul, whatever. Yeah, it's – there's no defense for how that that stuff happens. It's just that's how it's unfortunately played. I wish it wasn't played like that. But that's, gross. that's also that's just part of the game. I mean, the NBA is flopping as well. It's Cam gross. Newton tried to bry, tried to bring flopping into the <laughs> NFL. I mean, we've seen yeah. it plenty of times where wide, yeah. where wide receivers try and flop to get a, a pass interference. So unfortunately, flopping is a disease that's spread everywhere uh, in sports. It's um, too much. So, yeah. uh, anyways, go back to what we were saying. I had to get that off Goal, my chest. Yeah, I feel no. better now, and this is a lot cheaper than therapy. So <laughs> I feel a lot better now. You get paid uh, to do this instead of yes. Having to this pay. is so much better yeah. therapy. All right. So no, I have no reason not to start Dame Sinclair. I'm right. I'm ready for Tyler Miller to get back in there because I don't want him checking out. I don't want yeah. him to you know to become a point where what do we then we might as well get rid of him if we're not going to use him. So I'm ready for yeah. for Tyler to get in there, but there's no reason. Not to keep Dane in there. Yeah, I, 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 to me, it's like whichever one you feel like going with. So yeah, no, we agree on that. Leave him the in. Three, the three goals he's given up this season, really, he had no chance of stopping. So Probably, I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. it's just a thing. Yeah, no. Um, uh, so backline, are we assuming everybody's healthy, or are we going with current health status? Because we we don't know anything different. So um, let's just assume yeah. everybody's healthy. Okay. Is, is there anybody we know is out? No, there's nobody defensively that has been ruled well, out. Well, for... according to Andy Greeter, was not at practice today. So that's See, as far as we know. And it took him so long to come back. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's just assume he's healthy. Okay, so your back line from left to right, I'll let you start this one. From uh, from left to right? Yep. So it's Lawrence, mm-hmm. Debassi, Boxel, and Metonair. Yep, that's the same back there, line for me. Yeah, and I feel bad. Brent Coleman has played well and done a great job uh, in there. But he and uh, – uh, um, who am I forgetting? F- uh, O'Neal. Yeah, O'Neal Fisher, yeah. O'Neill Fisher. They played well. They're both good, but that's that's great to have some depth. So that would be my back for anything you do different there. No, that's the same exact back for yeah. that I would go with. Well, I was I was pumped when I heard the news that we were going to trade for uh, Kamar Lawrence because I've yeah. always been a fan of his back from his New York Red Bull days because I love the way he plays, the way he gets forward on that left hand side. He's really good yep. defensively as well. Yeah, I was excited to pair him and- with the two center backs and Romain Metinier that I. That's easily one of the best back lines in all of the league right now. I believe so. And, and, and by the way, not to not to you know make it sound like that's the answer to the problems, but with if if Fisher or if Lawrence is as effective as as we think he could be, and if mm-hmm. Metanerig is back and is hundred percent healthy, that does help our offense a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It gets you because those guys up those two guys can. Those two guys, you know, we know what Roman Metinier can do. He can he can run up and down that uh, that right flank all day long yeah. and never slow down. And I think Lawrence is a similar type of player. So you know that would help the offense. So uh, then now after the goaltender and defense, though, that's when it gets to the point where you got to start looking at like what, what do kind we do of formation different. are you going to do? 
Right. For me, I think I stick with the four three three just to try and change things up this weekend. What are you doing? I'm not as concerned about formation as I am about who's playing and 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 how they're playing. Because quite frankly, you know, if your team is playing well and you have players that are doing well and players that are mm-hmm. are, are 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 on top of their game, it doesn't matter what you run. It might matter more against what you what kind of formation you run, depending on the opponent and their their style of play and yeah. their formation. But for this exercise, all I care about is getting guys in there that'll make this team better. So if we do it as a four three three, then yeah. we go to the middle. Um, I up until the last match or two, I felt like Will Trap was untouchable back there. With the yellow I'm not so, sh- I'm not so sure anymore. So, okay. so I mean, I still would put Will Trap back there as the defensive mid. Um, yeah. but I gotta say, now I'm not as strong with Will as I have been. I think he's his play has gotten, and I think there might be a common denominator in the fact that some of these players that are normally very consistent and good are struggling is because they're struggling. They're all pushing. They feel the pressure. They, you know, they're not stupid. They know that when they, they scored uh, five, four goals in four matches and they were undefeated, they're not dumb. They knew yeah. that there's something wrong. Yep. They knew Absolutely. that this wasn't going to hold up yeah. and that they were very fortunate to be undefeated after four. Uh, so there was a lot of pressure on these guys, and, and I think you're seeing that play out. But, yeah, no, I'd still keep trap in the middle. Yeah, I'm keeping trap in the middle. I'm going with the four three three. I'm keeping I'm keeping Ariaga in the middle as well. But I think the one change I'm making this isn't this isn't anything against Rosales. But if I'm having Metinair on the right hand side, hoping he's healthy, I'm going with Sonny Dotson alongside Kervin Ariaga in the middle, uh, with Will Trap playing as the defensive mid, covering up Jack Price all afternoon. Just basically put Jack Price in your pocket, and hopefully you can contain him. And this is all just assuming that this is against the Colorado uh, in the Colorado match this weekend. I'm going with the midfield three of Ariaga, Dotson, and and Will Trap because that pretty much would essentially play the same way that they tried to play on Sunday with Ariaga and Dotson going box to box and Will Trap kind of staying home defensively, covering helping cover that back line as you have the two fullbacks mm. going up and down the field. I'm I'm struggling with that. Um, I feel like out of my three midfielders. I want two that are going to be more offensive. And I feel like, and I know this isn't fair, but I feel like Hassani Dotson, I put him in the defensive role. Yeah. And and I would almost rather have, I don't really know if I really want, when you, when you have two midfielders, I'm okay with it. But when we have three, I really like the idea of having uh, Will Trapp be the lone defensive mid yeah, and let and the other two roam. But, it's, but, but if that's the case, if, if you're trying to choose, we both agree on Trapp and Ariaga. If you're trying to choose between Hassani, Dotson, and Rosales, mm-hmm. I think the upside of Rosales on offense is is higher than that of Hassani Dotson. Really? Because I'm I, I think it's kind of I think the defense will help with Dotson. He's got that and he's got experience in this league. And he's actually he's underrated on the offensive side because he just doesn't have a whole lot of time with it. Usually he's partnered with the guy right. who's gonna do the box to box stuff and he's the mm-hmm. one who has to sit back. But I would give him the chance to go and show that he can be with with this four three three. There's that space to get forward mm-hmm. that he can get into that space and create some dangerous chances for the team. So I guess yeah. I, so it, I'm taking it you're different there in the midfield that that's our first difference. I think yeah, you're going I, Rosales instead of Dotson. Either that or I'm going Dotson instead of Trap and then Rosales and Ariaga. Ooh, that'd be interesting. I, I think that would be interesting because I think that what. What uh, what Hassani Dotson brings to that spot the trap doesn't is just a little more a little more energy a little more he's a little more outgoing it's going to be a little more exciting he might not be quite as 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 you know conservative back there yeah but maybe you know when you're not scoring goals maybe that's what you need so yeah. uh, that would be my other right. option would be if you're going to pull trap out put Dotson in there and then let Rosales and Ariaga. Uh, try and play offensive, uh, more of an offensive mid. So fair enough. So yeah. then the attack. This is where I'm going to go crazy with it. I'm going a complete overhaul on the attack. Okay. From what we saw, what we've seen this season so far. Mm-hmm. On the left hand side, I'm going Fragaponi because we're assuming we're st- we started this exercise assuming every everyone's healthy and ready yep. to go. Yep. Fragaponi's on the left. On the right, 
because Robin Lloyd's been absent for a couple games this season and he was absent against Austin. I'm going Bongi because okay. I liked what I've seen. I'm giving him the start. Okay. And then up top, I'm going Unu because what has Amaria shown me other than the two games that he started or that he got goals? He hasn't Not really produced a lot. I mean, granted, he hasn't been getting a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of delivery to him, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to new up top because I liked what his his numbers were. What his number, the analytic numbers showed last year, the underlying numbers. I liked what they show what they showed last year. He had a nice little nice little run at the end of the season. That second season guy is always dangerous. He could be. It could just take that second season for him to really get a feel of this league. We haven't really given him a chance this season. Throw Uno up top with Fragapane on the left and Bonya on the right and see what happens. Yeah, and and because your attack isn't scoring goals the way it no, is. No, so that's I why I have it, no problem. I keep it there. I have no problem giving Bongi a start. Uh, Fragapane uh, over the second half of last season has earned uh, the chance to make that spot his. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was I, I think I'm a. I may be a game behind you on on flip flopping uh, uh, Amaria with uh, with Adriano Nu. I'm close. I'm just not quite there yet. Um, I might feel different after uh, Saturday, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm right behind you on that. If I'm not there yet, I'm right behind you on. You know what? At this point, start Onu and and see if uh, he's his time on the bench has made him angry enough to score some goals. Yeah. And um, the pro- what I don't like about the four three three is. Uh, I, I just, there's really not that, uh, number 10 in there Yeah, that, that, but that's where I you're just, hoping the two guys in the midfield who are going to get back and forth yeah. can come into that space and create, yeah, some, they can, they can take that chance. middle spot and, and make things happen. So, um, yeah, I just don't know if I'm quite ready. I'm okay putting Robin Lud on the bench. Cause he's a, he's a veteran player. He's been around the league a long time. He's, he's, he's not going to be mentally crushed by not starting. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? It might just make him better. I don't know how Reynoso will react if he's benched. So, and if it might not be up, good. Then, then, it, then it worked. Yeah, and it, sometimes gets, it doesn't. If he gets so. pissed that he got benched, then it seems like it worked because next time you put him on the field, he's going to have that bleep you mentality towards mm-hmm. everyone. He's just going to show yes. everybody, yeah, oh, I'm still a man you're Absolutely. Absolutely. You want a guy to be angry. You want him to practice angry. You want. And I him want Emmanuel to be, Reynoso angry because that's you when want, he seems to play the best. You want him to eat supper angry. You want him to uh, <laughs> do everything, and and because then you, when you do get in there, uh, they they should uh, they should be able to perform at the highest level. So, uh, yeah, I, I just it'll be interesting to see what the lineup is for this coming uh, match yeah. um, uh, against a good a good squad uh, to see how much of a change we get. And, you know, we're not going to see a major overall. We know that's not going to happen. Um, but, you know, I think there may be a few changes here and there. I think at some point you have to. Uh, it's a match at home against a good Colorado Rapids team that you really don't want to lose back-to-back yeah. home uh, home matches and lose three straight. So, yeah, I think there will be some changes. I just don't know if it will be enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that, we see something different because what's been put out so far this season obviously hasn't like it worked no. for two wins. Congratulations. But it, you've scored four <laughs> goal, or four goal or five goals in, the, in six games. That's just yeah. not enough for a team that has the attacking talent. It does. This is, I mean, this is what I was been great, but the offense right. has been subpar this entire season and it shouldn't be that way with the amount of money they spent on the offense. Yeah. This is what I was afraid was going to happen. I hoped it wouldn't happen. I, you know, was that, you know, you're four in, you're undefeated with two wins and two ties. And all I could think was, all right, you've got two wins, two draws, you lose two, and all of a sudden everybody's going to go, oh, my God, we're terrible. <laughs> we're the worst team in the league. Yeah. We're Fire the coach. We don't Fire need the to coach. panic yet. Sell all the players. Bring <laughs> back Darwin. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Stop. If anybody's go if anybody's on the bring back Darwin campaign because he's scored four goals this season for Houston Dynamo, you <laughs> yeah. might be in the wrong business here, Chan. Yeah, there's That's it's out there. Much. It's That's out there. Much. It's just ridiculous. But so yeah, this is what I was afraid would happen and and it did. And there is a problem. You know, I think I think at this point, the way I look at it is we're very fortunate to have the uh the number of points we do. Think about it. 
for the number of goals this team is, what did you say, we scored five goals this year? Five goals, six games, yeah. We've scored five goals, it's and we have, enough. what, eight eight points in the standings? Yeah, somehow, yeah. This could be a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. This could be a lot worse. So, now so, I'm interested. Hold on. You know, so the good news is that they're, you know, they've got a great defense, good goaltending. They've been, they've been in every match and probably will be most of the season. And, you know, there's just one big elephant in the room and that's scoring goals. And I hope they can, we I hope we can figure this, this, this thing out before uh, it gets too, too long. There is one team in the league that is currently in a playoff spot in their conference that has scored five or less goals. Can you tell me who it is? No. Who would that be? I can't believe there's a team that scored less than us that's in a playoff spot. Chicago? It is Chicago. Is it? Because okay. they have so, they've had so many clean sheets. Yeah. They've given up two goals on the season so far. How scored many have they five. Scored? They've scored okay. five. Yeah. Wow. They've got two wins, one loss, three Great. draws, and they're on nine points and they're in the playoff spots. I mean, granted, it is early in the season. We always say that when yeah. we look at the standings no, this is. early. It is. But so. they are they are just as inept attacking as Minnesota yeah. is right now. All right. But they've also got the hottest goalkeeper in the league, apparently, a right. 17-year-old, which doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that holds up. All right. So <laughs> now that we're done discussing, now there's been 30 minutes of talking oh, about that Austin God. game somehow. I thought I'd be done in 30 minutes. I can't <laughs> believe we're still here. <laughs> hey, there's some therapy that had to happen we after that, and put we kind of got it all out at this point. We put Next some up. lipstick on that pig. <laughs> Next up for Minnesota this Saturday against the Colorado Rapids. Yes! That match kicks off at 7 p.m. Pre-match with Dan Terra and myself at 6.30 p.m. You can hear us on Score North on AM 1500, the Score North mobile app, live.scorenorth.com. And this weekend, starting at 7 p.m., uh, we will be joining Sirius XM FC Channel 157's quadruple header of MLS action. Woo. Can't wait to be on the satellite airwaves this weekend. Yeah, that'll well be fun. Score North show. Can't wait. You can listen to us anywhere you want in the country as long as you have either the Score North mobile app or Sirius XM coming mm-hmm. up this week in Colorado. They are 2-2-2 two, two, and two as well. They've scored eight, given yeah. up eight this season. They are coming off, getting thumped by Dallas this weekend in Dallas. A 3-1 loss for them yeah. this weekend in Dallas. Hopefully, it's a little bit better of a game coming up this weekend for Minnesota. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, – I'm sure Colorado fans are probably just as anxious as Minnesota fans. I think they expected that they would be better at this point. Um, I thought they would be better at this point. I thought they'd pick up where they left off last year and, 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 but you know, teams develop at different points. I'm not going to say it's a good time to play Colorado because I said that (laughs) against Seattle and that didn't work out so well. At this point, other teams are saying it's a good time to play Minnesota. They can't score a goal. So, um, you know, at this point, I have so little concern about Colorado. You're just focused on Minnesota trying to get better. Because we don't – it doesn't matter who we're playing. If we don't do something different, if it isn't a completely different feel, it doesn't matter who we're playing. We're not going to win. We'll be lucky to get a a, a scoreless or a 1-1 draw out of it. That's the best we can hope for unless something changes. Um, I mean, we've had one half this year. Was that Seattle where we came out and and it was so impressive the way we started and then nothing happened? And – and that's like the best start or first half we've had all year. I don't think it was Seattle. Because no, that was um, got thumped by Seattle. That was the one before the match before that. Who did we play right before Seattle? Now I can't. Now my mind is fried from talking about that Austin. San Jose. Match. San Jose. We yeah. we can't again. How much do you base on that? They're the worst team in the league because it was San Jose. But we yeah. came out with energy and we came out. We were aggressive yeah. and 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 why aren't we seeing that more? I mean, I get it. It's San Jose. They're bad, but yeah. So, um, but the good teams, the good teams get to do that. What's that? I, I have my wind. My curtains are open right beside me, and got a big streak of lightning right outside my backyard here. Yeah, it is summer. <laughs> summer, <laughs> spring, snow and lightning. Big monster Welcome. storm that's covering the entire Midwest coming in. Yeah, it looks like North Dakota's going to be buried. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Oh well. Yeah, so will you all the way up north? Yeah, no, up, up here in this area, we're not expecting snow, just a lot of rain. But it's there's, cold and it's wet. There's a big rumble of thunder. Cold and fun. wet. Yeah. Looking forward so. to this. All right. 
So done with the weather updates here. Done with looking. Yeah, ahead let's to be the done with match. Colorado too, because let's, we talked about what we need to talk about. That is that this team has to make some changes, not necessarily personnel wise, but there's some guys that have got to come through. And you and I both agree that it's time to, uh, you know, before. Man, it's just before it. Once it gets to three games, if you lose, then four is real easy. And man, we I were just, there last year. We started the season this way last year. We don't want to get yes. to another four loss losing yes. streak. Yes, I think I, streak. I don't think, and I and well, from what from as well as we know, Adrian, he's not gonna you know pull the plug and and completely start over. But I hope my hope is that he makes a couple of changes to the starting lineup. Uh, if nothing else, to send a message that hey, w- until we start scoring goals, nobody's job is safe. Yep, and that, that's fair. my that's that's my feeling is is not that Robin Lud deserves to be benched because it's his fault. It's not Reynoso's fault. It's not uh, Amaria's fault. It's the whole team. And maybe if you show the team that, yep. say say you decide Reynoso's not going to start. That might get guys going. Holy crap! Yeah, if you bench the best, the golden child. If yeah. the golden child is benched, anybody can be benched, and that might help. I don't know, but at this point, I think it's time to try something. So I don't know what Adrian will do. Um, he knows a lot more about this sport than I do. He knows these players better than we do. Um, but I guess my hope is that uh, he considers doing something to shake things up. Yeah, we can't really yeah. use the hope, of, or we can't really use the. Uh, the tactic of benching one of the DPs because for the past season and a half, they've had a DP on the bench the entire game. So why'd <laughs> so you have to remind really me wouldn't that? send the same message, but yeah, just benching one of one of the star players, one of yeah. your quote unquote best players on the team yeah. sends a message to the entire team that, Oh man, he can be benched. You know, I better step it up. Maybe that guy is will trap because Bench of his, uh, yeah. because of his, uh, his caution situation. Um, I mean, if you, and- if he gets a yellow card, this weekend against Colorado, right. he's out for the Chicago match, which Chicago, they've been good defensively, right. but they're not that right. good offensively. And, and if he sits out a match and doesn't get one, then he adds another game before the suspension, right? Or is it, have, is it two That's, without? He's got to go, he's got to play three games without getting a yellow card, and then he has, then he gets yeah. one of the yellow cards taken off. Yeah. But so maybe case, may- he's not going to get that because he gets a yellow card in the first three right. minutes. So maybe he's the one that you send the matches to. He's the one wearing the armband. You know, yeah. let's hold the captain more accountable. Put the armband back on Michael Boxel. And, and, and so, so anyway, like I said, we can only speculate. We can talk about what we think should happen. Um, uh, we'll find out uh, if there's any difference against Colorado. Yeah. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. All right, so now we are officially done talking about uh, the the big loons. You want to talk about the little loons for a second? Uh, the U15s the mm-hmm. other day in the GA Cup that's going down, down in Texas, or going on down in Texas right now. They were playing fabled Manchester United's Academy. Yeah, how about GA that? Cup. It was a 1-1 draw, goes to penalties, and the Lil Loons get a 3-1 win on penalties against Manchester United in a banner day for my for the club that I cheer for in the English Premier League uh, as the big team, the head team, the first team, lose to Everton, a team that's f- fighting relegation. Yeah. And then their academy loses to Minnesota United. So good job, yeah. Lil Loons, getting that win. Unfortunately, they did not top their group. Uh, so I don't know whether they move on or not. I didn't check that. But then today, the U17 
Uh, Loons couldn't follow up the feat, unfortunately, today, losing 2-0 to Manchester United, and they finished second in their group in the GA Cup. So, uh, exciting weekend for the Loons, no matter which age group they were in, down in the GA Cup. And and, and the, the best thing about this is that we have teams to talk about. Yeah. And that's what's that's the key here. That's what will build uh, talent from within. Um, so whether you, I don't like calling them little loons. Yeah, it's a little weird, but yeah, that's what I went are, with. You know, but you got the U15s, U17s. You got MLS yeah. next, or MLS. No, you, two, no, you, no. I, they've been called that. They've been calling them little loons in other other publications and stuff. So maybe that's the name they want to go with. Not a big that's fan what the of team that. Goes but, with. Yeah, that's. I'm not a big fan of that. So. Uh, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It's great to have these teams there. It's great to have them uh, playing, competing. Um, so that was a big step to get that going this year. We went a little long in the first uh, act of the show, uh, so we'll cut through some of the other scores from around the league. Was it offside in the L.A. Derby, Dan? You know, I've gone back and forth on that one a couple of times. I think the easy answer here for me is yes, because Mamadou Fall was offside when the ball initially got put in. He was mm-hmm. offside still when the deflection happened. Uh, so when he touched well, the ball, he was offside. Uh, so, yeah, for me, he was offside and never got back onside when his team had the ball. So he, the, no, I don't, the goal was didn't, called off correctly. Yeah, it didn't appear that he got back. I mean, was that was that their claim, is that he got back? They So they're, See, they're saying that the deflection was a new start of play, so he was able to – Okay. So he was able to come back onside and touch the ball because it was deflected off an of LA Galaxy player. So what LAFC, I believe, are claiming was that it was a new phrase or phase in play, which it wasn't because it was all still the same attack. It was still all the yeah. same that scramble. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're mad because it was clearly offside from the get-go. He was yes. offside a number of times, then got onside to touch the ball, but he was still offside when the ball was sent into the area. When it was original sent, originally sent into the area, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what confused to me, he's me too. Offside is, and the goal doesn't stand, so it's a two-one win for the Galaxy. Yeah, right. Now I, I think that's the way it should have ended up, but it was very confusing because who, how do you decide when it's a new, you know, phase in play? Yeah, phase right. in play. Uh, that you can have ten people look at that, and five will say yes, it was a new uh, phase of play, and five will say no, it wasn't. Right. So yeah. yeah. Uh, other news from around the league, Inter-Miami finally get their first lead in a game this season, mm-hmm. and that yep. ends up leading to them to their first win, thanks to Leandro Campagna's hat trick. Uh, all they had to do was bench Gonzalo Higuain. Well, they didn't really bench him. He was benched because of injury, but they just had to take the guy who wanted to what? smoke on the pitch off the field, and they get a win. Doesn't Over this, New does, England Revolution. And but doesn't this, doesn't, doesn't this piss you off? What do you mean? Uh, teams that aren't very good like Austin and and Miami, who's just a mess. <laughs> they got guys. They now have a guy <laughs> yeah. who in one okay, game yes, that makes me mad. Yeah, who in who in one match scores three goals, and that would make him our leading scorer. Yeah, and this guy is, hasn't played much this year, and we get guys that have played just about ninety minutes every damn match and have one goal or two goals or none, <laughs> and they got in Miami. A terrible team has a guy come in and finally gets a start. This is what we need. We need someone to say, hey, I got my chance. Now's my we've chance. Got, we've Boom. got two designated players who should Boom. be doing it. So it's not like, yeah. they're, go- it's not like they're not trying well, to get why, that. Why can't we find this guy that, that finally know. gets his chance to play striker? <laughs> he's, he's so fired up, and then he scores a hat trick. That pisses me off. <laughs> now you're back to angry. We just got this out of we just got this out of <sighs> you, Dan, and now you're right back there again. Well, let's go. Let's move on to something else then. You want to do the predictor? Yeah, let's do the All predictor. Right. Go ahead and explain it away while I pull up the spreadsheet here. All right. The predictor is three matches. We predict the winner of the match and we predict the score. Uh these would be MLS teams only. Uh, it can be interconference, outer conference, uh, doesn't matter. So if you get the, uh, the, if you correctly pick the winner, you get a point, you get a bonus point. If you correct the score, uh, pick the score correctly. So there's a total of six points possible each week. Uh, lately we've been lucky if we get two or three. So <laughs> yeah, it was, started ban- it was another banner week for our picking. Yeah. So we'll go through your results first. You said LAFC would get a 3-1 win while LA Galaxy got a 2-1 win. So no points there for you. 
Damn you it. said it would be a 2-1 Seattle win. It was a 3-1 yes. Seattle win over the yes. New York City FC in CONCACAF Champions League action. One so point. you get one point there. I was pretty close on that one. You were. And then you said it would be a 1-1 draw against Austin. Well, you got half of that score right, but that does not count for half a point. So you get the one point on the week. For me, not much better. Uh, I said it would be a 3-0 win for New England. They got beat 3-2. Well, you I said sucked it would be... on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I I will never put faith in New England this season again. You know, no. they they're coming off the uh, the supporter shield title and all they've done is suck pretty much this season. Yep. Losing games they shouldn't have. Uh they're not the same team as last year. I said it would be a 1-1 draw between Real Salt Lake and Toronto FC. It was a 2-2 draw, so I get the one point there. One point. And then I said it would be a 3-3 draw between Austin and Minnesota. Remember, last week there was no Tahitian treat or three. chocolate milk like there is this week. Three. It was just pure water. I was not as inebriated no, as I am no, now. So. No. Now looking back, don't you think pick, picking us to score three goals was a bit of a stretch? I'm not going <laughs> to confirm or deny that. <laughs> so, okay, there we are. So we each got, got a point. We've got the giant cup of chocolate milk. This week, so we're all good to go to predict more know. sanely. I don't know how you sleep at night. I don't. All right. <laughs> obviously. Why do I need Obviously. Sleep? Okay, so we each got a point, time. huh? Yep, each got all a right. point. So our totals, this se- or our score this season, I'm up to seven, you're up to six points, Dan. So okay. I started last change. week, I'll let you start this week. This is going to change. All right, I'll, all I'll, right. Uh, let's save the uh, United for last. Yep. Uh, 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 Sunday, 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 Sunday. LAFC one, Sporting Kansas City zero. Ooh, not a good start for Sporting Kansas City this year already. Uh, yeah, that would continue that. That'd be their sixth yep. loss of the season already. Not a good start for Sporting Kansas City. Yep. Uh, my first matchup, I'm choosing Montreal and Vancouver, an all Canada uh, game here. Who cares? It's Canada. Uh, it'll be a 2-2 result, so no one will care. No one will care. Not even the players. It'll be a draw. Two-two. All right. You, you, you're you more – I every time I've picked a draw, I don't like doing it. It just okay. – I know you've done well with it, so good for you. Uh, my second one, Saturday, Seattle 3, Miami 0. Ooh, that's probably a safe bet. Well, but Seattle's playing midweek, though. Yeah. So, but Miami's bad. So, I I didn't check. Are they at Miami or are they at Seattle? Uh, I think I believe that is a home match for Seattle. So they'll be a cross country and a cross country all in the same. Yeah, because they're in New York on Wednesday. So, so yeah, but yeah, no, which transitions us right into my pick because last week you chose Champions League and I didn't know we could do that, so I didn't do it. This week I will do it. Oh, so the Seattle, Seattle, yeah, Seattle won three one last week. Got you the point. Yep. I'm going to go with a 1-0 New York City FC win, Ooh. but it will not lead to Seattle going or New York City winning the tie because goal differential in the tie. So New York okay. City will get the win, but it'll ultimately mean nothing, but it'll still be a 1-0 New York City win. Okay, wow. All right. Interesting. All right, Minnesota United versus uh, Colorado on Saturday night at Allianz. Colorado 2, Minnesota 1. Whoa. Man, that's not good. I you said you didn't want that to happen. I don't, but show me, show me something. I can't, I cannot pick this team to score more than one goal till they do it. Uh, fair enough. I can't. Nah, I, I'm not going to do tired. that again. I did that. I'm last tired time. of I did throwing that the away last points. Two weeks and it didn't happen. No, so. it, it, as soon as they start scoring, man, I'm I'm all over it. But man, show me. So go ahead. What do you got for Minnesota? I've got a one 0 win for Minnesota. I think the defense okay. has been strong this season. Colorado yeah. have. I mean, yeah, they've scored eight goals, but they don't have a true goal-scoring threat. That's something they've struggled for for a while. That must that must suck. What what a world that must be. <laughs> wow, those poor people. <laughs> How do they watch soccer games with no true goal-scoring threat? What? Oh, I want to go. <laughs> I'm home. going with a one-nil win for Minnesota. Okay, breaking well, that's the losing streak and get hopefully get the winning back started. And I and I'm with you on that. I mean, and if, but if they are going to win, it's probably what it's going to be. It's probably going to be one-nil. So. All right. Well, we each think Minnesota will score one goal on Saturday. So, so we we are not we're we're still together on that. We don't expect yeah. much. So, there you go. All right. That's All the predictor segment. That's predictor. So now, next up is write that down. I will do oh, the explaining yeah. here while I pull up the the spreadsheet. 
Write That Down is our weekly segment where we make three soccer-related predictions. One of those predictions has to be a Minnesota United-related prediction. We'll keep track of the correct predictions throughout the goal throughout the season. We'll call them goals, and the person with the most goals at the end of the season wins the Golden Boot. Dan, an accountability session first. Where we're Whoop. doing terribly in the predictor, we're actually doing pretty well with Write That Down this season. A little better than, than the predictor, yeah. Yeah, we each had one thing come off the board, but it came off the board in the correct column this week. I said Gabriel Slonina will not keep a clean sheet against Orlando this this week, and you ripped on me for saying <laughs> saying a guy not keeping a clean sheet is kind of a easy <laughs> easy guess. Not when a guy's had four clean sheets in his first five games. So, you know, I'll fight back with that yeah. every time. Uh, he did not keep the clean sheet because Orlando scored early on in that one. It was a one nil win for Orlando. So I get the goal there. You said San Jose will be the last team in MLS to get a win, and thanks to Inter-Miami getting the shock 3-2 win over the New England Revolution, San Jose are still the last team I, looking for a win this season really, because they you, lost 4-3 to to Darwin Quintero. I mean, I know, I know San Jose's bad, but I just really thought that – I thought Miami would take longer to get a win. I don't know. You said San Jose will be the last team, so you got a point here for it. Yeah. What do you no, I thought. About? Oh, I thought I thought you were telling me that uh, that I needed San Jose to win. Okay. So. Jeez. Oh, yeah. The U.S. Women's National Team are playing Uzbekistan, and it's nine nil right now. Wow. I, I, that's not even fun for anybody. I don't. Yeah, that's. I don't get why you would play that game if you know you're just gonna whoop up on them. Yeah. All right. That's not fun. So, <laughs> okay. So we so each got a point. Score, yeah. We each got a point. So our scores this season so far, I've got four goals. You've got three, mm-hmm. uh, four of my eight predictions off the board are correct. Three of your seven predictions off the board are correct. I've still got seven on the board re- ready to go. You've got eight. So Dan, I will let you start this week. Okay. So here's what I have. Uh, in the next three Minnesota matches, Bongi, a long way. And Adrian Anu will each get at least one start. Okay. So Colorado and the following two matches, in those three, those guys will each get at least one start. Okay. So I like it. And, and who knows? They could front. both they could both happen on Saturday. We never know. Or they might not happen at all. So that kind of goes along with one of my predictions and I'll, okay, I'll go, go ahead. right here. Emmanuel Reynoso in the next three games will be benched. At, at some point, not for the rest of the season. One of these three, one of the next three games. Oh, not next three. Yeah, not including the U.S. Cup, Open Cup game because okay. obviously he's probably not going to start that one. I mean, unless okay. they want to start him. Um, yeah. In the next three MLS matches, there will be a game where Emmanuel Reynoso does not start. Right. There. Does yeah. not. Okay. Are we saying he's benched or does not start? Does not start. So effectively, okay. he's benched. Okay. But well, no. But the thing is, if he gets an injury, he's not benched. If you say he will, he's benched. Then to me, he will, he's he's injured. He so let's say he will bench. not start. He, yeah, will, he will not, not start. start. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, word it that way. That that way we're clear. So okay. Yeah. All, All right. right, writing that down. All right, this cur- this streak, this losing streak for Minnesota, whatever it ends up at being, it could end at two. It could go on. Whatever it is, this will be their longest losing streak of the season. Wow. So if it ends at two, their longest losing streak of the season will be two. Okay. If it ends at two, I'm screwed probably. But but you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, this team doesn't lose in streaks very often. So no. other than the zero and four start last year, so yeah. write that down. Fair enough. All right, write this down, Dan. Uh, this goes along with one of my predictors uh, a little bit ago. Seattle Sounders will win Concacaf Champions League this season. Write okay. that down. Okay. I believe in Seattle. They're playing really well lately. Yep. Uh, Minnesota saw them a couple weeks ago. Uh, they just ran over New York City FC last week. I expect, uh, uh, despite my predictor from earlier, I expect them to handle New York City FC pretty well this week, though they may lose. It won't ultimately matter as they will go on right. to the final. They, and they'll continue. Write that down. Okay. All right. My last one. Minnesota's next clean sheet will be by Tyler Miller. Whoa. Write that down. Okay. Write that down. Write that down. Changes. Changes. I want changes. Shake it up. Why are you singing? Shake it up. Are you going to go from changes right into Taylor Swift? No. No. I don't (laughs) do Taylor Swift. I don't do Taylor Swift. (laughs) You went from changes into shake it off. 
No. What are you doing? <laughs> changes. Ch- David Bowie changes. Come on. Yeah, but then you went to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. No, I did not. <laughs> it was just a nervous twitch or something. I don't know what you heard. I have no idea what you heard. You've obviously had you've obviously had too much chocolate milk. You're starting to hallucinate. Come on. This chocolate milk jug or cup is as big as my microphone. It's yeah, I mean you could wear it for a hat when you're done drinking the milk out of it. There's nothing better than a souvenir cup, by the way. They're just great. <laughs> They're terrible cups. What are you talking about? Souvenir cups are the best. Well, not for drinking out of. They look good on your shelf. No, you drink out of them. Your beard, you probably got more chocolate milk in your beard right now than you, you put, had in your you put, belly. You fill up these souvenir cups that you get from the movie theater or sports games with a ton of Kool-Aid or pop and you're good to go. Yes, okay. I am a child in a 31-year-old man's body. <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. You got one more to go. Yep. Write this down, Dan, over the next five games for the Loons. So against Colorado, five MLS games. Okay. Uh, for Minnesota against Colorado, Chicago, LAFC, Cincinnati, and Seattle. The Loons have a possible 15 points on the board, if I'm doing my math correctly there. Yeah, three times five is 15, yes. Good job, Surprised that Big Cup didn't tell you that. It doesn't have a calculator on it. No, I assume it you talked to it. has a bunch of stormtroopers on it. I assumed you talked to it. I didn't know. I'm not that hallucinating. I'm not hallucinating that much yet. 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 Still, it's still only 8 o'clock. We've got plenty of time here, Dan. <laughs> yeah, another cup of milk to drink. <laughs> uh, write this down out of the possible 15 points. The Loons will get at least eight of them over their next five. Five games. That's that's only like half the available points. They've only got half the available points in the first six games. <sighs> I wish you would have said that one first. <laughs> Because then I would have I would have gone defense with you, but too late. That's fine. Save that for next week. Yeah, you can you can respond right. next week. One thing we did forget that I forgot to bring up um, in the broadcast: the Loons Uh-oh. did get drawn in the U.S. Open Cup third round. They will face cross border rival for the first time ever in an actual game that matters, not just a friendly forward Madison FC. I'm excited for this one just for the fact that they get to play a team with amazing jerseys. If you've ever seen any of Ford Madison's jerseys, they are just gold. So now, it's, it's amazing. Not the color this, gold. They're just amazing. Is this the first year that they – this is only Forward Madison's second year, right? No, they've been they've been a team for a while. I can't oh, remember. Oh, they have, but they were only affiliated with us for one year. Yep. Okay. Because yep. I had never heard of them until we were uh, – they became, uh, I don't know, how do you say that? They were, they were, they were affiliated, affiliated with us. They were an affiliate. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was the right terminology. So, um, <laughs> Got to okay. be careful with soccer terminology, apparently. I never know. I might get the boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that game will take place this coming Wednesday, not tomorrow, but April 20th. So that'll be an exciting one to watch on ESPN. And, well, I'll save that for later. I'll let that Wait, It's on ESPN? ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. I was going to say. On what? the Plus. The plus, which is a minus, but they call it the plus. What ESPN Plus is not a minus; it's a great service. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it's not plus because it's not like better than ESPN. It's actually a minus. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's I their, would say it's better than ESPN. It's their, it's their, it has all the It's time. their JV team. Oh, no, it's a plus. <laughs> it's better than the regular ESPN. I guess you choose call, what content it, I want to watch. Then it should be called Lil ESPN. No, like Lil. No, Lil ESPN. You know what? I'm uncomfortable <laughs> saying Lil, so we're not going to say Lil anymore. Lil, I can't. No, I can't happen. say it. It's weird. I can't say it. Not no. a fan of it. All right, so that has been a cathartic episode of Loon Talk. It's been know. something. We've tried. We got through it. You know what? Next Monday, much well. I hope it's much Don't better. Don't say next that. Monday. Don't say it yet. Not until I it hope happens. it's a lot better. I feel really good about it. Let's say what, what's the you know it's it's cold it's wet it's raining it's thrown thundering it could be snowing I just I hope the weather gets a little I hope it dries up a little bit by Saturday so I'm I'm reading it's supposed to be colder so great yes bring your sweatshirts we need more gentlemen. of that yeah. we need more of that stuff it's gonna be fun all right that game coming up this Saturday pre match six thirty p.m. kickoff at seven p.m. On Score North on AM 1500, the Score North mobile app, and live.scorenorth.com, as well as Sirius XM Channel 50, 157 mm-hmm. coming yep. up on Saturday. Can't wait for y'all to join us then, as well as next Monday or Tuesday, whenever we decide to do it, for Loon Talk. Dan, good stuff tonight. 
All right. Sounds good, buddy. Have some more chocolate milk. We'll see you later. All right. Have have a good one, Dan. We'll talk (laughs) to you later. We'll talk to you Loons fans coming up Saturday as well as Monday right here on Loon Talk. Hi, this is Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluke. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if see we can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts.